can your ideal client get the result that you promise just by following your free stuff on social media? Mm. And if the answer is no, then you're doing it wrong. Hey, what's up, friends? I'm Vince Del Monte, father, husband, and the OG of online fitness marketing. For more than a decade, I've been committed to helping skinny guys pack on muscle. And after building multiple seven-figure online fitness businesses, I've achieved freedom and financial security through mentorship, hard work, and my passion for fitness. And I want to help you do the same. Recently, I've built the best mastermind coaching program that exists for fitness professionals by giving you the shortest no BS path to grow to six, seven, and even eight figures regardless of your starting level. My coaching was designed to give you the skills, systems, and support to become an industry mover and shaker and build the business and life of your dreams. Welcome back to the Vince Del Monte podcast. Today, we've got a special behind the scenes episode with Kevin Torres, the creator of Dad Bod Workout of the Day. You've probably seen his um, incredible workouts on your Explore page. He's blown up over the last uh, couple months, especially uh, thousands and thousands of new people discovering his work. And uh, today we want to talk about a few things. Um, one, for those who don't know, Kevin is also a seven-figure mastermind coach. So he's in the trenches working with our students, uh, getting a very... Uh, close and personal uh, peek at the struggles so he can relate to what you guys are facing, not just from his own personal experience, but from hearing it day in and day out. And um, today I think it's going to be a really refreshing interview because um, Kevin's done a couple of things really, really well that I feel a lot of people just aren't getting maybe because it's a lack of patience, uh, instant gratification. And um, a couple of the themes we're going to talk about today is how to build a uh, tribe of super fans, um, we're going to talk about the importance of giving. We're going to talk about uh, how to manage slow times and um, how to manage no time. Dad, uh, Kevin mm -hmm. is a dad of three young girls, which is amazing. Kevin, what's going on, brother? How you doing, Vince, man? Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here, and I'm honored to just pour value into your audience. Is this your second or third time back? Um, this might be the third time. I, I, I did, I've done two prior, um, more related to like my own journey and then one with adrian where we just talked about i think um habits or i forgot what we talked about but it was a fun one but uh so, yeah so, so i'm excited to be so back for those who don't know you tell tell our listeners who you are what you do where you're from and you know when your online fitness coaching career started how you got into it let's just give them like the first two minute version of it and then we'll dive into some core content yeah absolutely so basically in a in a super quick nutshell i help busy dads ditch the dad body and get into great shape right and that wasn't just like I wasn't, I didn't intend to create this coaching business, this multi six figure coaching business. I was a middle school vice principal and I started, you know, I, I was into fitness. I struggled with fitness my whole life and it finally changed my life. And I wanted to give back. And when we had our kids, I just started posting workouts online because I figured other dads needed to see it, not because I needed anything from it, not because I wanted to monetize my audience. I just wanted to, you know, just provide value and just show dads like you can get into great shape even as a busy dad. Well, anyway, when the pandemic happened and everything shut down, including schools, I just had more time on my hands and I was just posting more often every single day and more people were home. And so um, looking for home workouts. And so I, I was just able to build this like thriving community. Again, I wasn't selling anything. I wasn't selling t-shirts. I wasn't selling coaching, but 
eventually enough people started asking, hey, do you coach? Do you coach? And at first I started, I was turning people down. Like I was coaching in person. I was leading small boot camp classes and doing personal training in person on this side, but it wasn't like what I wanted to do or I just didn't know how to do it. So I just kept saying no. And finally I was like, wait, why am I saying no to all these people? And I started saying yes. And I was like charging $199 for six week coaching programs because I had no idea what I was doing. And so I realized I needed to, you know, get in a, a business mentor, somebody who has been there before me. And then, um, and you know, started charging what I was worth, and people kept coming, and it was amazing. And so, fast forward from that, I was able to leave my vice principal gig. I, you know, and I'm full time in my business now, and still able to like, you know, maintain our lifestyle and provide for our family, which is like a huge blessing. Hey, Kevin, what was one thing that you didn't expect starting an online fitness uh, business that's been tough? That's been tough. I would say the emotional roller coasters, like the ebbs and flows of the everyday, like there are days you make sales and you're like, I am the best coach in the world. I'm the best salesperson in the world. And people are reaching out and you're getting validated on, on social media. And then there are days where it's just crickets and you get just flat out rejected or nobody's reaching out for coaching. You're like, oh my God, I made a huge mistake. I'm terrible at this. I hate myself. Everybody hates me. I want to go hide under, you know, hide my head in the sand and never come out. And then the next day it goes right back up. So it's like just that emotional roller coaster and reckon and, and being able to recognize like, hey, that emotional roller coaster is gonna happen whether or not I actually want to ride it is another story, right? Like there's gonna be the ups and downs. Whether or not I choose to get on that ride emotionally is a whole other story. Like I'm not gonna get on that ride. I'm just gonna watch it go up and down, but I'm but I'm staying emotionally constant. That's good. So give me an example. Um, you know, do you have a routine? Um, what kind of structures do you have in place to do that? Um, one of the big things I think for me was um, being able to collect enough longitudinal data. So I always tell guys like, don't look at day to day or even week to week, but look month over month or six months of data or a year worth of data, or even better yet, look at where you were this time this year compared to last year. So when people say like, you know, I only had a 20K month. Like I really thought I was going to have a 30K month. I'm like, yeah, okay, 20K, that's not bad. But what were you doing in August of last year? And they're like, 8K. I'm like, well then, damn, did you freaking improve or what? So don't compare to how you did last week or even last month, but compare to how you did this time last year. And like this time last year, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I only did 4K and this year I did 15K. And it's like, yes, that's amazing, dude. Why are you upset about that? <laughs> you know, hmm. that's great. What's been one of your um, go-to methodologies to grow in your following? That's a struggle for a lot of people. Yeah, I. This is something that we talk about in the Seven Figure Mastermind a lot. Um, you know, a lot of our clients will ask, like, well, how do you grow? And the number, there's sort of like a a hierarchy of things that everybody needs to do on social media in order to grow. One is like you need to be super clear on who you serve. Obviously, right? We all heard about niching down. The riches are in the niches, right? Like you need to be really clear on who you serve. You need to identify like who is like the ideal client. Like who? Think, and I want everybody listening to think back to the, your best client ever, whether it was in person or online, somebody who's paid you the most or you just had the most fun with or they got the best results or they were the most compliant or when you saw them on your calendar, you were excited to actually have a conversation with them. And then like, think, what were they struggling with? What did they want? What are their demographics? What are their ethnographics? And, and then every time you make a post, 
would it resonate with that person? Um, and so that's number one. And then number two is I would recommend one, obviously being super consistent on social media, like five to seven days a week posting, but then having like varied posts, right? It's not enough to just say like, hey, join my coaching program, join my coaching program, or it's not enough to just be vulnerable. Like, man, I used to suck at this and now I'm this, right? Like you, or just provide value here, free tips, free nutrition tips, free workout tips. You need all of those things on your social media page. Another example that I always give is like, if you were doing an audit of your bar or restaurant and you're like, hey, what are the top two things that we make the most money on? It's like beer and burgers. It's like, awesome. Throw everything else off the menu. We're only selling beer and burgers now. And it's like, wait, that's not going to make sense. You have little kids who come in. They want the nuggets and the French fries. You have other people who don't want beer. You have other people who want wine and vodka. It's like, don't just throw everything else out because beer and burgers are like the best performers. You need the beer and burgers, but you also need the chips, the fries, the sauce, all that stuff. So I always tell people you need the value. And if your value posts do really, really well, you still need testimonials. You still need vulnerability posts. You still need objection destroying posts, right? Or if your testimonials do really well, that's okay. You still need value. You still need objection. So you need all of those things. So that's the second thing I would say to everybody. And then the third thing I would say, is your stuff needs to be so valuable and shareable that the your ideal client is going to share it with more people like them. And, and an example that I always give is like, if you were to find something really funny on social media, who would you share it with? Well, it depends. It depends how funny it is and what kind of funny. You might share it with your, your peers, right? Your bros. But if it's kind of like about parenting, you might share it with your spouse and other people who have children. If it's about money, you might share it with other people who are at your financial level. If it's about, you know, being a guy, you would share, right? So like you have certain groups that you would, you don't just share everything with everybody. So you want to make something that res, that is so resonant with one type of person that when I read it or see it, I'm like, wow, that is so impactful to me. I'm going to share it with other people who are just like me. And then those people become your followers too, right? So that those are the big things that I would say to become like, just provide so much value that people are like, wow, you need to follow this guy. He's awesome. You need to follow this guy. He's awesome. You need to follow this girl. Her stuff is so awesome. It's helped me so much. And then, oh, one last little tip is this is hard for people to, to sort of wrap their heads around. But one question that I want you to ask yourself right now, audience, is can your ideal client get the result that you promise just by following your free stuff on social media? Mm. And if the answer is no, then you're doing it wrong. The answer should be a resounding yes. And you might be thinking, well, if they can get the result for free, why would they pay me? Because they would have to go back six months ago to find your nutrition tip, and then three weeks ago to find the workout, and then a year ago to find that five-day challenge you hosted, and then two months ago to find that other you know, mindset hack and they're going to pay you instead for the implementation. They're going to pay you to put it in a sequential order for them in a step-by-step -step process for them and for you to hold them accountable. But just like Vince, Vince is like, hey, if you get this objection, this is what you should say. Hey, if you want to grow your social media, do these things. Like Vince is giving you the, the <laughs> blueprint absolutely for free on social media, in his groups, on his podcast. Like if you just follow him for a year or two, you could easily hit 10K months without ever joining any of his programs. But yeah. We join his programs because he's going to hold us accountable. He's going to give us a step-by-step -step blueprint. He's going to have the supports and the coaches and all that stuff to, to, you know, to guide us along the way. So your yeah. stuff should be that valuable that people could get the result, but they'll pay you because they want the actual roadmap.
such a good self-check question. I feel convicted myself. I'm thinking to myself, shoot, did that post this morning help my client get their ideal result? <laughs> what a great question. Uh, I love, um, I'll just give Hormozy credit for this because I did hear him say this, but he says, um, people don't pay you for the value that they anticipate, but the value that they've already received. And uh, that's essentially what you just said. Such a good check, um, self-check question. Hey, what's a day in the life look like for you these days? You know, you got three kids like, and your business is primarily um, closing on the DM. You're not doing phone sales, correct? Correct. That yeah. blows a lot of people away. And if you come inside our world, you know, he'll teach you exactly how he does that. But he, that's, that's a very strategic move. Um, was that built around having three kids wanting to work less hours? Or how did that, you know, which came first? Was it, I don't want to do phone sales or I, I can't, I don't have time to do phone sales. Yeah, man. Uh, that's a really great question. And honestly, I did the phone sales for years and what I'm, when, you know, we had our third baby and, you know, and, I, and I, when I quit my vice principal job and I was home with the baby um, and then on the weekends, I, you know, had the other two and then over summer I had the, you know, all three in the house, I was getting on these sales calls for an hour and if they didn't close, I became so resentful mm. and I was resentful of the prospect for not closing. I was resentful at like, I just lost an hour that I could have been playing with my kids just to get a no, at least if I close and made the money. Right. And I was like, great, it was worth it. But if it's a no, after I just spent an hour pouring into this call and, and, and ignoring my kids, essentially putting on TV so they could just zone out while I do a sales call. I was, I, I felt so guilty about that. Yeah. Um, and I was, and I was, and I was like, I was sort of like um, envious of people who had eight hours to themselves every day to just do you know, sales calls. Um, and so I was like, man, there has to be a better way because my whole sort of like vision for my life is I really wanted to create a lifestyle business where like I had a business that supported my lifestyle, not a, 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 a business that was, or not a life that was run by my business. Right. Mm, I wanted to feel so like, good. Hey, I, I have this thing and it provides the lifestyle that I want. I'm making six figures. I still have the car that I want. I'm still hitting all my bills. I can play with, I can walk my kids to school, pick them up every day from after school and I can play with them afterwards. I don't have to be tied, tethered to my phone. <clears throat> and so, I, and then the other thing about sales calls is I was being super selective on the um, interview process. I mean, on the um, uh, applications. So depending on what, how they answered the application, I wouldn't, even reach out to some people because I didn't want to waste the hour. And I was, I was like, man, I'm leaving so much money on the table potentially just because I'm ignoring people literally who just said the wrong thing on the, on the application. And so honestly, Vince, um, I've been hearing about like sell by chat and, you know, hearing about this. I'm like, I don't know if that actually works. And then this was on your podcast. Um, I think before I even became a part of the team, you had a dude from Kentucky who specifically helps women and um, and he was crushing it. Just he did like 300k, just like in the DMs. And I was like, screw that, man. If this guy can figure it out, <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. And so I kind of just like pieced it together. And then um, and then and then I just started. I, I, I promised myself I'm just going to do this for 30 days, and I want to collect enough data that after a hundred pitches, if I at least have a 10% conversion rate, like I might be able to swallow that. And, and then what ended up happening was we ended up having like a 40%, 50% conversion rate on in the first month of just doing DM sales. And I was like, holy crap. And so I haven't turned back. That was like in March or April and it's now September. And I, and I would have, I'd say like 
over 30, 40 to 50 K months since um, without getting on a single phone call. Like I love literally how your vision drives your business, man. That's really solid, man. You just, you know, that is tough for a dad and you're in a season right now too. You know, maybe one day when all the kids are in school, et cetera, you know, if you got more time, you can go to that. But I, I just love that commitment to the family, just realizing certain things are, are, are just too expensive. Some things aren't worth sacrificing. So that's great. And you're, you're making great money, providing for your family, doing it your way. Um, let's wrap up with like one more uh, big insight uh, yeah. around just right now, the state of the internet. Um, some people have said things have really slowed down since June. Um, some people are, are, are feeling more resistance to the sales cycle, meaning it's taking longer. Uh, people are finding they have to work longer hours and more effort to get the same outcome. I don't know if you're experiencing that, but regardless of whether that's true or not, um, what is the mindset of an online fitness coach to stay steady through the storm? It's really challenging when you're in it. Um, but I would say that one, you, you have to ignore anybody who says that you have to ignore, you know, people who are like, Hey, is this a slow month right now? Or Hey, December is a slow month or the summer is a slow season or January is a slow. It's like, why, why, why even put that out there? First of all, because then that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you think the summer is going to be slow, you're going to put in less effort. Your, your actions are going to be crappier. Your results are going to be crappier. And then you're going to confirm your crappy limiting beliefs by saying, see, it was a slow summer. Yeah, well, your efforts were crappy, your mindset was crappy, your actions were crappy, and so your results are crappy. So no wonder it was a slow month. But that aside, because there is resistance, people are more savvy. And, and here's why. Because they're being inundated every single day with, with DM, with cold DMs, with mm. ads, with pitches. Every single podcast is like, yeah, so hop on a call with me. Every single D, uh, Instagram post is like, Hey, here are three tips to getting this kind of booty. And then hop on a call with me. Like everybody is a fitness coach or seemingly online, right? Mm -hmm. So what's going to set you apart where you create so much value on the internet that people are like, holy crap, that is a person I want to work with. Vince, I promise you, I know we teach how to do cold DMs and cold outreach. <laughs> I haven't sent a cold DM, I, I think in two years in my, you know, I just provide enough value and people literally come to me and say, how can I work with you? How can I join your program? I want to work with you. Can I join your program? And then one last tip that I'll give your audience is you, your energy of like the neediness, right? Like I need this sale. I need this person to buy my program. It comes across. Hmm. Instead, what I want you to have is I want you to have like an Ivy league university energy where if I was applying to Columbia University in New York City and I was a billionaire and I was like, yo, Columbia, I'm ready to do this, baby. I want to be in your university. Let's freaking go. They're going to be like, oh, whoa, whoa. First of all, thank you so much. We're really excited that you're interested in, in joining our university, <laughs> but who are you? And did you go to high school? And do you have transcripts? And what did you get on the SATs? And did you fill out an application? Did you write a letter, an essay that we could hmm. read? Do you have any recommendations? Like, yeah, that's awesome that you could afford this school, but like, who are you? And then when you do those things... We might even consider taking you, right? But their acceptance rate is only like 6%. And so when somebody reaches out to me like, Kevin, I, I want to join your program. I'm ready. Let's do this. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you so much for even reaching out. But like, did you fill out an application yet? Like, what are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? Where are you getting stuck? Like, who are you? I don't even know if I could help you yet. So let's take a step back before I just pitch you, before I give you my price, before I give you the link. And like, let me, let's figure this out first of all. And so when you have that sort of like, whoa, 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 I don't need you. You need me energy. 
You're joining my elite program, my elite community. I don't need anybody bringing down my members. I only mm. need people lifting up my members. It creates so much more like intrigue where people are like, oh my God, I got to get into this program. Like I need this. So that would be like one other tip that I would give your audience. That's really good. And I just uh, realized that the title of our podcast was A Day in the Life. So we can't leave them hanging. Uh, walk <laughs> us through, wrap us up with what does a day in the life look like for a Kevin? Um, well, I, I still focus on myself first thing in the morning. You know, I always say you can't, um, pour from an empty cup. Everybody knows that. So I wake, first thing I do is I wake up early in the morning, um, uh, at two 30 AM. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just, I wake up <laughs> early in the morning. I do, I do my work. I, I usually, uh, email out to my audience, um, or I'll do some kind of self-work reflection, listen to podcasts. I, I honestly listen to your, I listened to your podcast this morning, like the 10 things about podcasting on your 500 episode. Congrats. Oh, by thanks, the way. Buddy. That's um, a good one, eh? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I listen to all your stuff. Um, uh, I do that self-work, then I go work out. And then by 6.30, the kids are up. So I'm with the kids from like 6.30 to 8. Then I walk them to school. And then after I walk them to school, I'm, I'm getting on coaching calls with a lot of seven-figure mastermind members, um, with my own clients, with my own team members. And then by 2.30, it's time to pick up the kids. The, day goes, the days go by so quickly. So by 2.30, it's time to pick up the kids. And then from then on until 7.30, I'm just with my family. We have dinner at 5 every day, bed, bath, and all that stuff. By 7.30, they're in bed. And then after 7.30, dude, I don't go back on my phone and start DMing people. I'm like, I, I get ready to go to sleep. I'm, I talk to my wife. I start brushing my teeth. And by 9, 9.30, I'm back in bed. Really, I, only, I probably only have like two or three per, like full-on work hours a day. Dude, you said some great stuff, man. Really wise stuff. Uh, just really solid advice. Very simple, very clear. It's no, it's no surprise that you're doing so well. So I'm really happy for you, brother. Really grateful for the contribution you make to our team. Uh, guys, uh, Kevin is one of the 7FM coaches as well. So if you ever have uh, the chance to apply to join our coaching program, you might be able to do your one-on-one -on -one calls with him. And he's oh, just yeah. a master at content and helping you figure out how to differentiate your content from others to produce that value. Uh, a lot easier said than done. And uh, Kev, really love what you're doing. Where can people follow your account and what you're up to? Maybe we got some dads on here who want to get a shape with you as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, dadbod underscore wad on Instagram, dadbodwad. We also have a podcast. I have a podcast and really just dadbodwad on Instagram. Like that's really where I hang out. I don't really check Facebook too often and all that. So just, yeah, Instagram, if you want to follow along, even if you just want to follow, just to sort of like see how I do the postings and the cadence and like, you know, provide the value. And if it's worth it for you to follow along and get that stuff, yeah, you're more than welcome to. Or you could also just hit the fast forward button and join the seven figure mastermind. And then I'll just open up the bolt for you. So well, remember, they got to be over 10K a month to apply for 7FM. That's true. If you're under 10K per month, then we start you off in six figure coach. So there's always a link in the show notes, guys, for you guys to get more information <laughs> on that. Kev, I appreciate the plug, man. That's smooth. Of <laughs> love it all right and uh kevin's gonna be speaking in nashville as well so everybody who is coming in a few weeks to the seven figure mastermind with the theme build a better business uh you're gonna get to hear him crush it and uh he's got some great great stuff to share with you guys so that is it you got value from today you know what to do next uh, please share this pay it forward and we appreciate that um until next time ciao ciao